That's right. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Engagement Matters, Bridging the Leadership Gap. My name is Jeff Underwood and I am with my good friend, Mr. Cord Stockwell. How are you doing this morning, buddy? Fantastic. How are you, brother? I am doing great. Thank you for asking. Much appreciated. Sitting here on a beautiful uh, Wednesday morning and, uh, you know, the smoke's not too bad out here in California, at least where I'm at. We had some wind come last night and blow that stuff out. So it's nice not to have ash covering the car. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 Well, it's about 110 degrees in Oklahoma City this morning, so I'm in flip-flops as usual and loving it. Uh, But I'm really excited to get back into this with you today, Jeff. We, uh, you know, kind of cool. We just realized, you know, we've been at this now for about eight months. Uh, We have 20 episodes uh, in the can that are, I'm very proud of every one of them. Uh, the second season has, you know, was amazing with all of our guests and the, the value that they brought to this thing. Uh, not to mention just the the friends we've added to the circle. It's it's really something special. Um, I you know I couldn't have written an, uh, written a better script for how this should go so far. Uh, so really excited. But it occurs to me that you know, thank goodness for the platform we use because we can see a lot of back end analytics, and it's funny obviously we kind of took off in season two when we started bringing guests on season one was full of a lot of really awesome tactical nuggets. Uh, and I feel like now our crowd has kind of shifted, changed and grown, but I still don't see a lot of folks going back to those early episodes and that there's a lot of meat there. Um, so I'm excited to kind of recap some of that in, and not a recycled kind of way, but in more of a tactical application, take this right into your day kind of way. Um, and, uh, and so yeah, really excited to start there with you and, and Hey, in full disclosure, uh, anybody going and looking at our episode catalog, uh, through this, this year so far, our first and second episodes actually got accidentally flip-flop somehow in the count. (laughs) If you go into the episode that looks like it's number two, it'll show season one, episode one, but it's actually out of order. Those first two. Um, so anyway, the, the, you know, there's, uh, there's so many nuggets in both of them. We'll kind of jam the two together today and, and, and make some greatness out of it. But, um, absolutely. You know, and that's, um, <clears throat> I think we've both seen examples of some of the stuff that we're going to cover here. It, it, it just, uh, it happens on a daily basis, right? Yep. Um, whether we, we're talking about uh, engaging with others, kind of where this thing was born, yep. um, you know, with, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday um, about the dynamics and the shift from, because of COVID in the, the business landscape. And it's forcing people to think differently, to respond differently. Uh, people have choices out there of where they where they want to go to work and where they can work. Um, so a lot of things have shifted, and I think for the better, right? Um, and then also, obviously, the, the communication without prejudice. Um, that just seems to be something that happens on a daily basis. Of yeah. I make a choice of how I'm going to perceive what was just said to me or text to me or email to me. So, um, you know, one of the things court I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, talking about how this thing started, um, and what, what really 
brought the topic of engagement matters, right? Because I think that was the first piece of, you know, what we started talking about. Um, why is that important to you? Well, that, that is uh that's a big question with a big answer. I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I kind of have to go back to where this original feeling happened. And, and I think, you know, so we're going to tie a couple of things together here because I think I was operating early in COVID, right? I think a lot of this is going to resonate with people, I believe, especially leaders. I think I was operating under the understanding that everybody operates like I operate and cares like I care. And, and, um, and this isn't me tooting my own horn. I, I, you know, I'm almost OCD when it comes to um, leadership relationships and making sure that people feel fed and valued and, and that they're growing. Um, and if those things aren't there, then, the, then neither is loyalty. So that's always been my mindset. Well, when COVID hit, you know, I found myself in a position of executive leadership in an organization that really lacked that previously. And there really were no relationships outside of, you know, <laughs> I'm the boss, you have a job, go get your, go get your deals or you don't have a job. That's kind of the environment we were in. It was very much a boiler room situation. It's commission only. So you got a bunch of, you know, Billy badasses uh, beating the drum and not a lot of love or care going on. So when COVID hit the, you know, our environment was sent into chaos right away and not unlike anyone else's and we still had goals to hit. And so that, that team was charged with, all right, now we got to rally the troops. And it was instantly clear the parts of the organization that were able to do that and the parts that weren't. And, and the clarity was there were no relationships previously. So trust wasn't there, nor was loyalty. And now when fear entered the picture, they weren't listening to Charlie Brown's teacher anymore. The wah, 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 go get, right. go, go get the deal, go get the deal. So that, that's really where it all started. And then it was just almost, you know, a punch in the face to realize this seems like such a simple gap to fill. And why isn't anyone talking about it? Everybody's talking to salespeople. Everybody's talking about how to get your next deal and how to build your portfolio. Great. What happens when you make the next move? It goes to radio silence unless you're reading John Maxwell books. Um, <laughs> and so that that's where this came from. And that that was the prejudice early on in my mind that blew my mind that not a lot of other leaders look at their responsibility that way as right. a true responsibility. They look at it as a job. I've got people to manage, not yeah. lives to lead. And that, that's that's where it was broken. So long answer. Oh, it's <laughs> good. I, yeah, you uh took me back in, in time there for a minute. And, uh, you know, I'm always playing a, whether it's a, a video or a picture in my head, right. Uh, yeah. In those, those moments. Right. And, and we were talking about this the other day is where we're, where we're all at today is based on experiences that we've had in the past, right. Whether it's our childhood, whether we're parents and we have kids, you know, those things there, there's, you know, we're just a product of, um, in a lot of cases, what has happened or what we've done in our lives up to this point is how we respond to things, right? Yeah. Good or bad. Right? That's right. And we'll have a choice to say, hey, I don't like this. I need to make a shift and change, but that takes action. Um, and so, you know, as you, you know, going back to that that place in time, right, of clarity 
hey, this isn't being done today. This has to change. Um, and in some cases it did, in some cases it did. Um, yeah. So um, you brought up a, a really good point though, fear. Um, fear is real. It's live. It's living, breathing. And I think in some cases it's healthy to have some fear, right? Because oh, sometimes it's what uh, ignites that engine and gets it moving. That's right. But to remember that, you know, as leaders, it's not just the, the fear in the leader, but understanding the fear of your employees, your customers, maybe your leader that, you, you know, um, being in tune to those things, I think can really, um, can do nothing but help. That's right. Understanding. Well, yeah. And, you, you know, you, I'm sure this is cliche by now we've all seen the meme but you know fear has two different connotations right forget everything and run or face everything and rise and as the leader you get to decide which direction fear takes your organization um and so you know you're talking about clarity and that that is uh that's one of the notes i took and probably the biggest notes i took from the communicating without prejudice episode is just assumptions versus total clarity um, and how often do we run through life with assumptions? Um, and then, well, and assumptions are also just misplaced expectations, right? So we know what happens when our expectations are, are set in stone. We're going to be disappointed. Um, and I, I use the traffic example. If I leave the house in the morning and expect every driver I'm around to be perfect on my way to work, boy, I'm setting myself up for a big disappointment. But when I expect people to drive like idiots because they do, I'm not necessarily disappointed. My expectations are right. Okay. And so that um, the only way I would know that, it, though, is by history and, and knowing. No, nope, every morning it's been annoying. These, you know, the highway stinks at eight o'clock and it just is what it is. Well, it's the same thing in our organizations. If we're running through with assumptions that everybody cares as much as we do, everybody understands the mission as much as we do, um, you know, everybody's as bought in as we are, uh, then we're going to be disappointed because that's not human nature. <laughs> it right. just isn't. And so, you know, I think what the the more we can remove our opinions and what we consider facts. Uh, so that we can truly investigate, the more we're going to uncover and the better we're going to connect. So here's the first nugget, in my opinion, of today's episode. When you are about to go into a coaching situation or whatever with, with someone you lead or someone in your family, this, this is applicable globally. Instead of starting the conversation in a way that says, yeah, no, I know that your heart's not in it. I know that you're burnout, but we still have a goal. You still have a family to support. And you told me that was your why. So what's going on now? That means you get, you've given that person no space to say, here's what's really going on. You've asked them a very direct question and assumed all of the details. Well, so the transverse of that and the way that could look and should look is more like, am I hearing you correctly when I hear you say X, Y, and Z? And, and help me fill in some gaps if I'm off base here. Now, you've still been able to kind of present your level of assumptions, but you've given permission for them to say, no, 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 that's not it at all. And so we can just, any time we feel like we're rolling into a, a coaching conversation of any sort with all the facts, um, 
boy, we, we really need to slow down and think through. We never know what others are carrying, and especially now. Um, so just slow it down a little bit. Ask the question, am I understanding you right when I hear you say blah, 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 and, and let the conversation unfold? I think that's a real nugget, and I think that's something we could all benefit from. And I know I'm shooting everyone to death here with this, but um, that's kind of the point. <laughs> you want to listen to a podcast to take something from it, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when you when sometimes when I hear that phrase, it makes me chuckle, but it's so it, it you're so spot on, right? Um, yeah. You, you know, well, think help me understand. Did I did I hear this right? Right? You, you, yeah. You just you 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 uh, pull back the curtain a little bit. Yep. And it almost feels like, hey, it's, this is a safe spot to really tell me what's going on, you know, because if we can't get to that point, um, w- there's no there's no way to continue to move up or, or, or to right. progress. Right. You're right. going to stay stagnant in that point. Um, and by and doing want, that. I'm sorry, dude. I just we know how much we want to be heard. Yeah. Right. And so when you ask that clarifying question that allows them to give you clarity, um, you know. I, how can that be wrong? Right. Because here's, here's the risk assumptions, waste time. They cost credibility. They frustrate, they break trust. They kill a a culture of openness and communication. Not a good thing comes from assuming, but total clarity speeds up the, it speeds up to the solution. It increases credibility. It calms nerves. It builds trust and it supports an open culture. Yeah. And and all of that comes with just the words you choose to let come out of your mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. It really is. Um, I know uh, that dumbs it down incredibly, but it's that simple. Quit overthinking it. Quit making assumptions. Sit down with your people. Ask them if you're hearing them right. That is prejudice. And we know, like, again, the Latin root of the word prejudice is prejudge. Prejudge. So it's not a black and white thing. It's not a political thing. It's a you and me thing, period. Yeah. Right. Either you're assuming or you're not. <laughs> so that's well, and I think in order to do that, we've got to get really good at slowing down. Right. Because in, in a in a world where, you know, full of Instagram posts and you know, reality versus, you know, reality versus perceived reality. Um, we, we, we live in a world that's so fast paced. It's got to have it now, now, now microwave to be intentional with what you're saying. We have to slow down. Yeah. Not, not, you know, assume, or I already know what the, we have to have this conversation, but I already know how it's going to go. So let's get it over with and get done so we can move on to the next thing. Yep. And we've, you know, I think as a society, that's how we just, we, we kind of operate. Right. And we got to get to a place of intention to slow down, Um, because if we slow down and have a conversation for 20 minutes versus five minutes. That 20 minute conversation is going to be worth it. That's absolutely right. Speed up on your expense reports and the bullshit admin work. Okay, that's where you speed up. Slow down with people. (laughs) Speed up on those admin tasks so you can spend more time with people. Remember the micro moments? That's a big deal. Where are you spending them? You can make micro moments uh, all day long and then invest them wisely. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think about it. Um, 
you know, so often when I'm, when I'm going back and thinking about our first episode, why we kicked all this off. You remember we talked about the five areas to be aware of when you're looking for opportunities to engage. Let, let, I mean, I just want to put those out there again. Cause I think, you know, we, we kind of made, we, we did, we made these up, but through yeah. lots of research and understanding and having done it for decades ourselves, um, you know, the five areas to look for are around us all the time. The, the, I mean, there's a million opportunities every day to connect on a personal level with people. Sure. Um, I mean, you're, you're doing the same thing. You're pulling the same cart. Why shouldn't you like one another? Can I, so always looking for areas to connect personally. Then of course, professionally, how can we yep. help each other reach our goals? That's a big one, but moments of friction. I, I mean, we put that one right in the middle. Cause that tends to be the one that pops up the most is how often throughout the day, do we notice people that we engage with regularly are a little bit off for some yeah. reason, or they're testy or whatever. Those are the moments to stop and be real and say, Hey, what something's off. I sense it. Um, you know, what's going on. Talk to me. I'm here for you. Sure. Um, the, the fourth was the, the spiritual or inspirational bucket. When you see somebody that just looks a little burnt out dragon, yep. you know, came in with bad breath and bad hair. Um, <laughs> You know, that's, uh, that's not somebody gearing up for a successful day. That's a good place to dig in. Uh, and then I, I honestly think the one that's most rewarding is the just because. Yeah. The just because, right? That's, man, just when you've got those moments and there's somebody that's, you know, doing something right or just smiling extra big, that it doesn't matter. Just any reason to pat them on the back and say, man, I you've made me feel better today. I just appreciate seeing that spirit of yours. Keep it up. Yeah. You just never know how huge those tiny moments can be with people. But when I think back to some of the highest compliments I've ever been paid, they weren't big flowery, you know, on stage in front of thousands. They were one-on-one, -on -one, maybe passing in the hallway, you know, those, man, I see you keep it up. Uh, yeah. that, man, that just lights me up. Uh, and I know I'm not unique there. So anyway, I thought that was a good thing to just kind of remind people of like, when you are looking for tigers, you're going to find them. And the same happens when you're looking for areas to connect on, you're going to find them. Um, so anyway, keep those five in your pocket and <laughs> see who you can bless today besides yourself. Yeah. You, uh, you know, the, the, the analogy, you know, looking for tigers, you're going to find them. And how many times we get so consumed with what needs to happen, whether it's a deadline that needs to be met and it's forceful where we forget to look for the things that we need and want. Yeah. So manifest in our day or, you know, um, through time or the, uh, the rushing of things again, like slow down again is a common theme. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's interesting. We've had a couple of conversations the last couple of weeks about, deals and certain things that are they're shaping and taking place yeah. and all of a sudden not having to be in that hurry mode. Yep. Like no rush here. All of a sudden that stuff speeds up really quick just because that's right. Um, well, it's those moments. It's not that forced. Make, it's those moments that make all of the other stuff that's rushed kind of worth it in my opinion. And so it's like, you know, it's almost like when you're on a re really strict diet, um, and you give yourself a cheat day so you can stay sane. 
you eat that food differently on that cheat day. <laughs> you savor it, right? You slow yeah. down, you take your time because you know, it's, it's, it's finite. Uh, it does have an end date and man, that's the best part. And then you're back to the diet, right? And you got the grind. And you, so this is the same thing. Those moments of connection are the moments to be savored. Um, it just is. You, you, you don't get those opportunities back. And those are, those are the legacy moments where you, you have an opportunity to pour into someone or solve something for someone or provide an aha moment that changes the trajectory of their entire life. Um, but that doesn't happen if you're looking at your cell phone and checking email while you're yesing them to death as they're talking to you. Those are the moments like you do with your kids. You put the phone down, you shift your position a little bit. So you're making eye contact and the rest of the world shut down for a minute while we're together and save it. Right. Cause they don't mm-hmm. come back a second time. If you do it wrong, the first true. You just brought up a, like more nuggets there on a whole different topic around distraction. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how important those moments are to just full attention. Um, yeah. and it just, it seems like it happens too far, you know, not, not enough, not right. enough. Right. Which uh, is what I love about us going back through these things. Right. Because even though our audience is virtual and they listen to this at a different time than we record it and all of those things, um, it's still so important that if even just one person listens to this today and connects with it, and goes out and impacts two or three people that go out and impact two or three people, so on and so forth. Not to make it a multi-level marketing deal, but hey, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is a product that needs to be sold. <laughs> right. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing less or you know, it's just it's two guys having a conversation, right? right? About things that are important in the, you know, personal life, professional life, right? Um, and it all fits. Yeah. And we know it because we've been living it. That's um, right. So, and it just, it, it's been, it's been fun. And I'm excited to continue some of these topics with some more guests, right? As yep. we shift that landscape, maybe a little bit and uh, bring a different, I want to say a different type of guest on, but, you know, open our guests up a little bit more yeah. and actually having conversations around some of these topics. Right. I, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's it's so cool when you see that the the things that we've been talking about that we think are, are somewhat beneath the radar a little bit, everyone feels them, you know, it's just, we're in this environment of this, you know, um, uh, we all kind of live in a fishbowl, so to speak, especially now with social media and all of that. So everybody's really, you know, very risk averse, don't want to do anything that makes me look soft or weird or buck in the system or whatever. And, and that's the mentality that, that will really keep you trapped in an employee space. Um, if you want to start owning your results and owning your relationships and eventually owning your own business, um, the, then you know, you've got to do things differently. Um, and so anyway, I, I hope that that's what this spurs. It sure is a blessing to me to get to do this with you and yeah. the guests we bring on and the people we engage with as a result of it. So um, it's just, it, it's an exciting time, man. Very exciting time. So, but remember that one more nugget, one, more, I got to do this. I got to do this because <laughs> we pulled it out the last time. As you're looking around for those five areas on which to connect, personal, professional, friction, spiritual, and just because, 
Remember to get real. This is the easy, easy acronym. Recognize the opportunity. Engage with the human. Acknowledge and create an action plan to get past whatever it is and then lead with love. Recognize, engage, action, and lead. Um, I think we put all that together. Now we've got something. Hopefully that's uh, that's good stuff for people to take to right to the ground today. And uh, And we'll be back in a week with more glorious nuggets. Very well said, sir. I have nothing else to add. You tied that in a perfect bow. I love you, dude. (laughs) Love you too, man. Well, everybody, have a phenomenal day. Remember, engagement matters. Try to bridge that leadership gap. Um, Let's get real. Great stuff. Have a wonderful day. Bye.